Um, oh, you know what? I didn't even look at what today's uh -oh. <laughs> holiday is. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I am Aaron. What's up? I don't know why I said it that way. I was remembering that there was a, that episode where, like, is your sinuses hurt again today? I was remembering there was that episode where I, like, refused to believe I was talking to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, like, thinking of that as going. you were talking. I was like, oh, I'm glad it's not that bad. Um, no. All the... Excuse me, snot in your face. I'm trying to like sniffle away from camera. I don't feel sick. I just have snot in my face. Boo, snot. Mm, but yeah, not sick. It. I can't tell if I'm getting sick or if my sinuses are just done. Or both. I, I don't know. I've already looked at the schedule this week and been like, mm, Wednesday could be a sick day if it has to be. <laughs> you may need a sick day. Yeah. I mean, like tomorrow I can't because I have to I have a stuff to do and i have to bring a cookie cake from my peer i mean i don't have to he do, uh, he doesn't know what i'm bringing maybe it'll just be something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> maybe it won't be a cookie just cake. knows that you're bringing something yeah his birthday was this weekend and now i celebrate people's birthdays which you know what is real shady though is like no one even like acknowledged my birthday and i worked on my birthday now granted Rude. granted people had just met me but like within like a week, but still but like still. it's kind of a little stupid how much I like to make stuff for people's birthdays. I'm just in a mood. This, this is going to be a cranky Aaron episode. <laughs> that is, I am 100% on board with cranky. No. It's totally fine. Our poor listeners. I'll probably get on their nerves as it is. They always know no. you're the nice one. I'm the cranky. Mm. I'm no, the Suzanne. That's not, that's not at all. I'm you're cranky the... like 95% of my life. <laughs> Always complaining. The Best. worst. You know what makes people cranky? Sometimes. What makes people cranky? Having to be in the rain without an umbrella. <laughs> that was the best segue ever. The stupidest person. I'm so excited about that segue. <laughs> the stupidest person on the planet. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Because today is National Umbrella Day. <laughs> so dumb. Um, uh, we've been looking at all the stuff that they say on the website. Um, I will. I sent Leslie. Well, I haven't sent you yet, but I'm sending Leslie a screenshot of. Excuse me. The picture for National Umbrella Day is just weird. It's a stock shot of umbrellas in the sky and uh, no people, just umbrellas. Very very strange. Just umbrellas. And some of the other strange things that are on the website right now is um where's that bit oh here uh that bumber shoot is a fanciful americanism for an umbrella from the late is 19th it? century bumber shoot oh. from the 19th century yeah that's a, it's but i love how they said fanciful americanism fanciful americanism. in the late 19th century a bumper shoot no one said that i'm sure no one said that they're penny farthing i don't know whatever else <laughs> thinks they're doing it'll come back someone's gonna bring it back someone um, will bring it back it was the chinese of course because they invented like everything the chinese and the um uh people in like uh 
the Middle East? Like who? Like who else invented a lot of stuff? I don't know. I'm just trying to remember who invented a lot of stuff. Okay, anyway, this is going to be, I should have had some caffeine or something. Um, it was a Chinese, the first waterproofed umbrellas by, um, they had like the parasols that they used already for like sun and they waxed it. So hmm. I, they didn't say what kind of wax. That's not that helpful. Um, the, oh, there used to be umbrella shops uh, in like London, Ooh. England. Um, yep. And it makes you think of like, uh, shoot, what is that movie with Colin Firth where it's like, and that guy who's in like the recent like Robin Hood and they're like spies, but they're like Dapper Dan looking. Um, What the hell is that movie called? (laughs) Like League of Gentlemen, no, but it's like Gentlemen Firth something. Oh God, I don't know. But that shop where they have the suits, is Kingsman, probably... Kingsman. Thank you, God. The Secret I'm Service. Absolutely never gonna get that. Um, but when they go to the shop and like it's like where they have like specifically, you know, all the things that go with suits. That's what I think of when they talk about an umbrella nice. shop. Um, this is not. This is shambles. I just finished a book where the main character like made umbrellas. Like that was <gasps> what that was her thing. You yeah, like she made them by hand. Any of this. That's amazing. That's probably really involved because, like, yeah, you gotta stretch the fabric and you gotta put together the metal or yeah, wood gotta, or like, whatever she's the... using. I don't know if it's a old timey book you're reading or a no, it's new. Oh man! But she still made them by hand. Yeah, she had to make like the guts and stuff. The gu- the yeah. guts is the guts. that <laughs> the metal thing? <laughs> I would have the called it, of it. Definitely would have called it a skeleton. <laughs> that works too. Freaking me out with guts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, oh, that freaks me out. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> this makes me think of like a liver. Oh me. Uh, eesh, mess. Um. Okay. Enough about umbrellas and their guts. Um. Leslie, did you have a sugar baker moment? I did not, but I have a couple of shout outs. Oh, um. Once and so Future much. by Amy yeah. Rose Capetta and Corey McCarthy comes out next month, um, towards the end of March, and it is Wait, King you read Arthur it before in it came space. Out? Yeah, I got an advanced copy. I didn't realize that. Yep. You're so awesome. Okay, continue. Thanks. And it is King Arthur in space as a girl, and it is everything i and never what, knew that i needed in my life what is it about merlin like he's like what is merlin like so the current this book is about the 42nd incarnation of king arthur oh my gosh and so basically since camelot um arthur like there was a curse and arthur like failed he didn't there's like four parts it's like merlin wakes up and then he finds arthur and then he trains arthur and then they find the nearest throne and arthur claims the throne and then they fight the biggest evil in the world and they have to overcome it. And so he has failed. Merlin has failed 42 times or Arthur has failed 42 times and they've never oh. overcome the biggest evil. And each time when Merlin wakes up, he's younger. And so he wakes up as a teenager this time. <laughs> and he's just like, he's worried that if he keeps failing, like eventually, you know, he's going to be like Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button. Okay, now I get it. I didn't quite understand <laughs> that before. But no, yeah. I totally get it. That's so funny. But this time he finds Arthur and it's a girl. Mm-hmm. And 
it's amazing because like, in each they have to find each mm-hmm. other that's so cute like yeah little soulmate buddies they gotta find each other they are they are bros and it's great and like in each um incarnation there's always arthur there's always merlin obviously there's Mor- morgana is part of the curse so she's in this loop too but she's not like a human like she's oh. like a ghost like figure um what? and then there's always like guinevere and the knights and lancelot and all that and so the way that like they create these characters as being like these archetypes but still being 100 percent themselves and amazing is awesome and it's great and you should read it if you like fantasy <laughs> i think i will also because you said that like merlin is um quite sassy isn't is that how you do yes it? so that sounds yeah. like fun he makes all the jokes and like no one gets it because it's the future and he's making all these like <laughs> like today jokes <laughs> <laughs> and there's like non-binary characters there's queer characters and it's very cool because it doesn't seem like the authors are just like checking boxes off you know oh, like yeah oh gotta have diversity let's have this let's have that like that's not it at all it just like like Kasima says that's not the most important thing about them hey um, it's just yeah it's great it's just it's just a part I really enjoy that 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 hopefully is I mean it's not going to be everywhere always I mean of course right but, um, I really enjoy that that is something that is happening more in media is it's just kind of same like, you're not even like really like noticing it necessarily or yeah um it just is <laughs> well you're noticing that's why I like, like the representation oh. matters but it's just like it's yes. not like hey look how cool we are because we're including this it's, it's exactly like just part of it yeah yeah that's why i really like um i used to not read like ya at all mm-hmm, like because mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a genre when i was like a teenager mm-hmm. like you had children's books and you had adults books and like yeah. we didn't really have our own section in the bookstore yeah and so i never really got into it and then like like twilight and all of that became a thing mm-hmm. and i don't really like 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 love triangles and stuff no. like that's not my thing but now, Which they like, put in the, because like YA are so full of hormones, you know. So yes, yeah. yeah, it totally but, makes like, sense. No, um, <laughs> but now, like, all of these YA writers are writing so diverse, and like, mm-hmm. not just because oh, I need to write a diverse book. Like, that's just what they're writing, and like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's more representation, and they're telling really, really great stories that I don't find in adult fiction. Like, yeah. I don't see these characters in adult fiction. I don't see like a ton of representation in a lot of adult fiction and so mm-hmm. like these YA writers because the teenagers are like this is what we want to read <laughs> yeah exactly we want to see uh... like more people of color we want to see more queer people like we want to see this and that's what they're they now have in their like fiction I actually have a little bit I mean I guess it's in response to all the shit that's happened over the past at least decade if not longer um that like people who are you know in their like mid-20s now and younger 20s um are responding not only by being uh, more vocal about their social awareness and that type of thing but also um they're responding that like they're wanting to just be more inclusive and more representative and more um, expressive of themselves um mm-hmm. i say i'm saying they because i'm 34 so i'm not like right. really in this same world but my brother yeah um has um he had like some younger girlfriends and then he was like he, he ended up in these like friend groups like he's got some that are in like their 40s some that are in their 30s and then he's ended up with some friends that are like in their 20s and um he was saying like how really 
um, it was it's giving me a little bit of hope for the future, even though our planet's like on fire. But um, that, <laughs> that like there's such an emphasis on um, like mental health and like respecting mm-hmm. each other's like needs and and this and and this type of stuff that you're seeing in YA, like you're saying that on like not just in books, but also in like web series and like mm-hmm. um uh, m- even music and like art and all kinds of stuff it's just kind of i think it's, it's really a response cool. to the to the type of stuff that got like our current you know government situation um, right that people are like oh we gotta like respond to that you know and so yeah it's what happens it's a cycle that people always go through you know like the humanity always goes through but um mm-hmm. um i'm with it <laughs> i'm enjoying Same. it let's keep i'm going. here for it yeah 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 i think i need to be reading some more of the books that you're reading because you always like them and you've been reading lighter books i always was afraid before because <laughs> <laughs> i learned from sarah's creepy key early on sarah's to, to take with a grain key. of salt to most things unless like tv yes. shows when you recommend them are like or, or like yeah tv shows are a little bit safer and also like if i don't <laughs> like it i can just watch one episode and stop or whatever and then Even stop though, exactly except for like one day at a time i know is going to have feelings so that's why i just oh man but, i still um, haven't finished the last season yeah yeah but i'm noticing that you are liking a little bit lighter stuff yeah i think um everything like you said with the response to like the way things are now like I still like my dark shit, but like mm-hmm. I have to balance it because yeah. I can't handle it <laughs> anymore. Yeah. yeah, I think that was what um, probably was the mistake that I made last night. Of I was watching, you know, Miss Congeniality with like pizza because or my breadsticks because it was fun. And then mm-hmm. I watched some of the magicians like right when I was like going to bed. I was like, oh, I really like this show. I'm in like season two. It's like interesting. But then like mm-hmm. it is an incredibly dark show. Um, that you don't expect it to be but like people right. like die all the time and like yeah it's it's surprising because it's also got a lot of light and fun because it's like magic um, yeah but I think that was the mistake is like I was like, watching episode I almost fell asleep and then like it was a bad balance considering um, all that I had experienced at work that week so you gotta you gotta have that balance you know yep. of like light if 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 world is dark around you you gotta have some light somewhere yes somewhere true story so once in future isn't out yet until march march yep which could be when it's like when we put our show up who knows we never we never tell you like (laughs) we never let you know yep by the time you hear this you'll be able to get it (laughs) oh yeah yeah well we always save extra shows and stuff and whatever you know we try to keep it keep people on their toes guessing you know what yeah what month is it gonna be i don't know i have no idea i'm gonna <laughs> shut up i'm selling an idiot <laughs> nope did you have a sugar baker moment this week i did last couple weeks i did do you remember when i was like i got one this week <laughs> um i'm excited because i got into grad school again yay, um, yay! i was having a moment yesterday because i was like man so the committee, since I'm, I'm going to a theological school again, and it's Universalist Unitarian or Unitarian Universalist, I think is actually how you say it. UU is what they say, um, is the basis of the school. So it's um, going to be, from what I've seen of the offerings, much more inclusive, speaking of, of um, mm-hmm. the type of things. Like, I don't need to be reading more of the Bible. I've got it. 
<laughs> I've got that title. <laughs> got that. So this is much. This is actually focusing on um, interfaith chaplaincy, and the big thing that the school is about is uh, countering oppressions, basically, <clears throat> and um, being very um, knowledgeable about multiple um, religions and cultures and that type of stuff. Because um, I, mm-hmm. I think there are only two classes that everyone take one is like a world religions course type of thing um and then or like diversity in religion actually i think is what it's something like that and then the other one is like um eco is what they call it and it's something e countering oppressions i don't remember what it (laughs) what the e stands for right now Mm -hmm. but um like those are the only two um required classes of everybody and so i'm excited that I'll be moving forward in my education as a chaplain and um, you have like a, you know, I've already put in the paperwork about like advisors so they can figure out like what I want to do. And um, I put in my, you know, my um, application for scholarship yesterday and they're like, why, why do you want this degree? And I was like, oh, so I can be a chaplain in uh, multiple types of settings with different types of populations and be just much more well-rounded whereas um it's a little hard to just do that as a job but if you're doing it within school then you can take like a weekend intensive about chaplaincy with like firefighters like that type of thing like that's what they offer that's cool yeah and like crisis response and blah 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 blah, you know all these different types of things um so that's what i am excited about and um yeah and i got in really quickly they we're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, that was fast. It was crazy because I wanted to. Tu- I wanted to turn in um, my application and have all my references and all that stuff by um, the first of the month priority deadline, and I think I got it in like a few days early from that. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. And then, like a couple of days after the first of the month, I guess when they like you had gotten in people's for that time, it's like a rolling admission. So like, oh, it's usually yeah, yeah. yeah. So like the first of the month around like February, March, and then there are like cutoffs after that, where it's like, well, you can apply for fall up to a certain point, and then you're applying mm-hmm. for like the winter intermission or something like that. You know, um, yeah. They have not only rolling applications admissions, but they have kind of rolling. Like you can come, you can start during like a winter intercession, you know, you don't always have to start. Yeah. Because they're working with like, they're trying to kind of work with people. Um, Mm -hmm. They have high and low residency. They have a lot of online classes. They have like weekend or week intensives and like, you know, so it's, um, I mean, speaking of like forward thinking, uh, you know, it's, um, trying to figure out how can people go to school and make it work for them basically mm-hmm. is how they are and it's um set is uh, in berkeley uh, so i will be moving again <laughs> yay <laughs> yay i don't know about that i mean it seems like a cool place yeah yeah i need i should go back for like a longer weekend i mean i guess i will when i'm looking at like places to live and that type of stuff um but um yeah it's a it's it seems like a pretty cool place it's even more expensive than los angeles for housing so that's fun but but i won't be in a residency program hopefully where i'm like not paid (laughs) yeah so uh so that will be nice um i'm already even looking at like i told you like jobs at uc berkeley like library and that type of stuff because that's Mm -hmm. 
my go-to when I'm when I need a break from chaplaincy. It's like let me just work, work, work at a library. Libraries yeah. don't stress me out. I just go. <laughs> All the years of experience, I've got like nine years of experience or whatever. So, and I've yeah. done most of the things except for binding. But I've mm-hmm. done archiving. I've done circulation. I've done. I've done interlibrary loan, like all these things. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyway, that's it. Aaron's going that's to grad exciting. school again starting in the fall. Oh, but yeah, that was the cool thing is that they were supposed to set up, like I told you, they were supposed to set up um, a chat with me during the week. And I forgot, they're actually like supposed to have an interview with you. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they were just so like impressed by my application. They didn't do that or Probably. they just like, <laughs> that was, uh, I was like, that was hyperbole. I was being stupid. No, or, they probably were. No, so <laughs> so I'm impressive. sure it was impressive. Coming right in. You're like, no, no, <laughs> no, I know it, they were impressed. Yeah. People typically are. <laughs> It's so deadpan. It's so funny. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. <laughs> it's cracking me up. Um, uh, so I don't know why they skipped that part of, like, calling me up, like, either to have a phone, not even a phone interview. They do, like, Skype interviews or in person. I was ready to go up there. I told my friend Tucker, I was like, can I stay with you when I do my interview? And he was like, mm-hmm. I will walk you to your interview. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Um, but, um, uh, but yeah, I, so I, um, heard from them. They're like, oh, let's set up like a phone chat just to ask some more questions before the committee reviews your application. And then, um, they didn't get my email of when I was available during the week. And so I Um. followed up. (laughs) I was like, huh, I didn't hear from them. That's kind of weird. So I followed up and he was like, oops, I just didn't see this. I don't know what happened with my, you know, email account, but, um, um, we, we can sign, set something up for like Friday or next week. And this was like Thursday night. Um, and supposedly the committee met on Thursday to discuss my application and look at it and all that stuff. I don't know how many people are on the committee. I don't know who's on the committee besides <laughs> the submissions guy. <laughs> and my roommate went to a, um, or not went to, didn't go to a UU, but he has been involved in the UU church before. And he said, yeah, a committee to decide if you're in. That sounds very much <laughs> how they do things. <laughs> like, why let it be like one or two people but like a committee um and um so they met on thursday and then by friday night i had an email offer that i would just accepted so i was like oh all right which i didn't like i didn't doubt that i was gonna get in i was just kind of surprised that it was so quickly and that so quick yeah i jumped over some of the hoops or through the hoops or i jumped over them instead of through them (laughs) i guess and um yeah, so now and I'll be moving in about six months. So that's what we'll be talking about probably a bit on the show as I plan on how yep. to do that. And I don't necessarily think I'm done with, like, Los Angeles. I'm done with this area of it. I don't like the area I live in. They are just the most entitled people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and I lived in Manhattan. Um, it is impressive. Uh, particularly <laughs> in the driving is really when it shows up um but um but yeah I'm, who knows maybe i'll go and learn how to be a chaplain i'll come back and i'll take over where i'm a chaplain take now over. or something like that i don't know we'll see um this has been way too long i am sorry everybody. <laughs> just just me talking and being a weirdo nope it's good news i'm mm, excited thank you and leslie was one of my references in case you're wondering yeah 
Yeah, she was. <laughs> I always make her do all this writing about me because you because you're really good it. at it. So I'm Aww, like, thanks. Well, I mean, I have a great subject to write about. So. Freaking, I'm about to throw something <laughs> at you. Where's a tiny pillow? That's like the only time I write anymore. What? I have a great subject. <laughs> oh, that's sad. You should write some more. I like you when you write. You write good things. Um, Very sweet. That's true. Um, I guess I'll talk about, speaking of writing, I'll talk about. Excuse me. <laughs> it was a really bad segue. Um, <laughs> I will share what uh, TV Guide wrote about this episode. Wrote How about that? About this episode. Mm-hmm. So we watched season five, episode 20, which is titled, I'll See You in Court. And it first aired March 18th, 1991. Um, uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I think mm. I missed. Sorry. I think I missed part of a sentence. Uh-oh. Maybe <laughs> they just didn't write it. No, hold on. No, I must have when I was copying and pasting, I must have messed up. Everyone talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Let me go back to the website. Is this grab- like the part in um, Lizard People where you try to decide <laughs> yeah. whether the conspiracy that I have presented to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want, to believe. you want to believe it. And how much you do believe it. <laughs> and like, I love you how. you have not watched. Watched. Oh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Listen to Lizard People. You mm-hmm. should. It's great. You should. I, I, Shout I, out. I, I also love the one in. Um, uh, uh, I think it's the the Mork and Mindy one. With. Yes. Love, where he's like. Simply must believe. Must be. It's like the third category that she has to add. Yeah, that, but that you must believe so it. That so fun. That's like my favorite episode. Um, yeah, I missed a sentence when I was copying and pasting. So I'm going to read it um, directly from the website. Directly. TVGuide.com. Um, so I'll see you in court. Mary Jo goes to court to... F- I don't like this. I don't like this sentence very much. Mary Jo goes to court to finger a purse snatcher. But she soon, nope. I know, it's just like too, it's like a little too dirty for my mind. Um, but she's soon disillusioned when the slow moving wheels, oh, with the slow moving wheels of justice. And we have Sergeant Ramsey. Oh, that's the one that she talks to in the, um, uh, yes. in the station is Donalyn Le- Levy and Margaret is Donna Hardy, who I is guess that one is the one. Friends? Yeah, maybe she's the one who had to wait for the dialysis. Dialysis, yep, I that's think it. probably. Oh, geez. Horrible. Um, which means, hey, spoilers, Bernice is in Bernice this episode. Bernice is in this episode. So, but we don't but, get much Anthony, so. Not very much. He, I think he was actually sick. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. Like he's just kind of in the beginning, and then like he has a fever. It's it's a it's a yeah. bit like that episode where like, um, Suzanne has like Dutch Elms disease or something yeah. like that, and they were like, "What was she actually doing? What was? Who knows? Like, but why why was she not there? Um, yeah, that was one of those type of situations. Okay, Leslie, what did we watch this week? What was going on? So we started Sugar Breakers as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlene is excited, and I am also excited. Oh my um, god! And wish I could go to this. That there so is good. a Rocky Film Festival at the Dollar Theater, mm-hmm. and they are playing Rockies one through five back to back. I would be leaving before five, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, just one through um, four is perfect. Yeah, from noon to midnight, I could leave at ten p.m. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. And Charlene asks Anthony if he wants to go, and my next note is in all caps: I want to go. 
Um, I know when like no one wants to go with her, I was like, we would go with her. Totally go. It'd be so good. Um, and she's he says that the Dollar Theater is really going downhill. He saw Spartacus there last week, and the guy next to him was eating a funky garlic pickle. And the guy behind him was repeating dialogue word for much. word, but had a lisp like Daffy Duck, and then too he imitates much. him like I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. Too, too <laughs> he keeps you doing that over and over. Anthony, you gotta stop. And um, so then when he left the theater, he stepped in a wad of chewing gum that was so powerful he had to leave his shoe behind. That's a little <laughs> dramatic. But no, that didn't happen. It did not happen. And Charlie's like, but it's only a dollar. And he's like, okay, you're on. <laughs> And he talks about how Rocky had such a big impact on him. He figured if a big, dumb white guy could make it out of the ghetto, he also could make it out. Rocky is like not Rocky dumb, impression. though. I know that's the whole point of this episode or on, in Charlene's mind. Right. But, like, is Rocky really supposed to be dumb? He's not. I mean, he's just like an average guy. Yeah, he's you know, an average like, guy. He's not especially dumb. He's not especially smart. He's just a dude trying he to. He may sound make dumb, it. like his voice. Yeah, like he. Yeah, he speaks differently than like yeah. you know he's you like, think, a like smart people. Think, but <laughs> yeah, especially by like three and four, like he's come up. Yeah, he knows things now. He has a robot. By he has a one? robot. Is that it four? Sings double is, or nothing? Is four the robot one? Four is the robot one. Yes. <laughs> Your favorite that people probably think is crazy. Yeah, mm, yeah, it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's not the best Rocky. It didn't win an Oscar, but it's it's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and Julia's, they invite Julia too, because Charlene's like, oh, I'm sorry, do you want to come too? Does Julia mm-hmm. really look like she wants to go watch a Rocky Marathon I mean, at the Dollar Theater? I appreciate that they invited her, though. Yes. Yeah. It was nice. And she's like, in, in true Julia fashion, she's mm-hmm. like, let me get this offer straight, which is kind of rude. Um, you want me to go with you to the theater with the sticky floor to watch 12 hours of Sylvester Stallone bleeding from his nose and mouth with both eyes swollen shut. I think I'll pass. See, if she would be if she'd be acting like that all the time, I'd be like, I'm not going to invite you a damn thing. I'm not inviting you, you to places. Stop. They're trying to be nice. And Anthony's like, actually, Julia, the first Rocky was an excellent movie. It was. I love this part because Julia's like, I understand that they're fun as entertainment, but let's be serious. Like, they're not Oscar contenders. I went, and Charlene's Ooh. face. <laughs> Charlene's face made my life. She mm-hmm. was like, for your information, the first Rocky was nominated for nine Oscars, and it won three, including Best Picture. Boom. And she's like, ha-ha, my hero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like... Charlene's like, sorry, but I'm a little sensitive about Rocky. Like, the last couple have kind of gone downhill. How dare you speak about four like that? Anyway. <laughs> um, but she said, it must be difficult to make to make five movies using the exact same plot. Oh, well. It's like, is that shade? Yeah. Maybe. But, like, um, he, it made me think about how people are saying how, like, that now we just all we get are um, remakes and sequels. And I'm sequels, like, well, yeah. that's not. This isn't new. Have you, how many this Rockies isn't new. did we get? How many, like, Jaws yeah. did we get? And all that. There have so, been. Know. There were three A Star is Born before the latest. <laughs> over, yeah, like, exactly. 90 years. So we always do. We always do this. Um, so Suzanne comes storming in. She's in a bad mood. She says, don't mess with her. The police have gotten totally out of hand. Mm-hmm. The highway patrolman had the nerve to give her a ticket for putting on mascara. And Anthony promptly asks if she was doing it while driving. And she's like, well, of course Obviously. I was. I always put on makeup in the car. Mm-hmm. That's what they have all those mirrors for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's what the mirrors are for. Yeah, not for um, looking around and driving. No. 
and she points out that she has to go to the mall to return some stuff. She got some new lingerie at Washington's birthday sale, which is funny because like we're about at least with the timeline of the show, yeah, we're almost there. That's what I we're thought. in February now. I thought that was cool. Yeah. And uh, Julia's like, wow, what better way to commemorate the birth of the father of our country than selling push-up bras? And Suzanne says, I assure you, Julia, I did not buy a push-up bra. Those are for small busted women's. If I were women, if I were one, I wouldn't be able to see. That's funny. <laughs> that made me laugh. That's not right, but that's funny. Anthony's like, and I'm out. I'm mm-hmm. done. Enough. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, boob count, Suzanne. by the way. Boob count. Even though it's uh, not Thanks, Suzanne, Joe. for that image mm-hmm. to lug around for the rest of my life. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I said that it wasn't Mary Jo, it was Suzanne, which is not the usual. Um, I mean, it's usually Mary Jo's the one with all the boobs counts. All right, continue. Yep, but it still counts. Yeah. Um, and Julia says since Suzanne is going to the mall anyway, she can take Bernice. Um, she mm-hmm. came over looking for one of them to take her shopping, but it's like a trap because Bernice is not, like, you can't see her. Like, no one knew she was there. She's been upstairs. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. And she comes downstairs. And she fell asleep on Julia's bed, and she's like, don't worry, I didn't drool or anything. And Julia's like, you know, I appreciate that. And she says she did have a dream that she was in that movie, I Danced with a Wolf. <laughs> That's not my title of that movie. Oh, Dances with Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. I did not realize. That's what she was doing. Okay. And she says in the dream, she was a buffalo. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And before this can get out of hand, Charlene interrupts to let her know that Suzanne is going to take her shopping. Mm-hmm. And Bernice is like, cool. She needs somebody to help her pick out a gift. Uh, Olita Daniels was going to marry old man Merkin at the center, but and they were going to give her a wedding shower. But then he ran off with his 25-year-old nurse. And since he has bad angina, they're going to change the shower to uh, he'll probably be dead within the month party. This is horrible. And Charlene says she's never heard of that kind of party, and she wonders if Hallmark makes a card to fit it. <laughs> and Suzanne says, trust me, they don't. I get invited to these parties all the time. Of course she does. And Julia's like, oh, I'm glad to hear that. That means you'll be the perfect person to help Bernice buy her presents. Um, yeah. Suzanne does not want to take her. She is not in the mood for all the goofy stuff she pulls. Mm. And Julia's like, like, what? And she's like, riding up and down the glass elevator, singing, what kind of fool am I? <laughs> And trying to sneak security oh tags God. out of the store to see if the alarm is working. Yeah, not to steal, but just to nope, check the just alarm. Just to make sure the system's oh working. God. No, no, no. And Julia's like, I don't care. She does the backstroke in the fountain while whistling Dixie. You're taking her. And Suzanne's like, not, not until you ask me nicely. And Julia mm-hmm. grabs her ear and like yeah. yanks her down to her level. Yeah. And she's like, Suzanne, will you please take Bernie's shopping at the mall? Mm. And Suzanne's like, yes. Yeah, see how easy it is when you ask me nicely? Yeah. And then Mary Jo runs in and she's all like flabbergasted and she's like, guess who I just saw? Bernie says, Elvis. And Mary Jo <laughs> says, no. <laughs> but good guess. Mm-hmm. And Bernie says, thank you. I've heard uh, sightings were up this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mary Jo's talking about how she took Quint to the dentist and then they went to this pizza place for lunch and uh, she saw a waiter who looked exactly like the guy who mugged her and stole her purse last year, and she bolted, and then she says, poor Quint had to eat cheese doodles for lunch. I forgot about this episode, but that's the one where they take the um, the uh, self-defense class, and she, you know, she goes, yep. nine, one, one, like so fucking dramatically. Yes. Yeah, Very that dramatic. one. <laughs> and uh, she says she's not completely sure it was him, but she doesn't want to go back by herself and ask the ladies if they you know, will go with her so she can get a better look. 
And Suzanne, Suzanne says, let me get this straight. Y'all are going to some kitty pizza parlor where there are a bunch of screaming kids to stake out some low-life pervert purse snatcher. Julia's like, that's right. And Suzanne says, come on, Bernice, you and I are going shopping. And then we cut to the pizza place. And Julia tells Mary Jo not to be nervous. Like, they'll just call the police if it's him. They'll have him arrested. Anthony says he doesn't feel well. Setting the scene for him not being in the rest <laughs> of the episode. Yeah. He's like, maybe it's the smell of this pizza or maybe it's the acute sensitivity he has to an innocent person being sent to prison. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Mary Jo, you know, also, you've got to be 100% like, is, sure. That was a weird thing, though, because like, what? We don't know that he is going to be sent to prison and that he's innocent. Yeah. That was a weird I comment, guess he's I he's worried that maybe her memory is faulty and he doesn't want her accusing him if it wasn't yeah. him. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And uh, the guy walks by their table, drops the pizza. He says, hi, I'm Norman, your waiter. Mary Jo screams and hits the floor. And oh Anthony gosh. asks, <laughs> she's like, down. Too Anthony much. asks if he wants her to grab him. She's like, nope, I just want to go home. And she freaks completely out. Mm-hmm. And Julia tells Charlene that if Mary Jo wants, like, she's like, no, I just want to go home. And she's like, you know, if Mary Jo wants to let the sociopath violate her rights and get away with it, thereby encouraging even more barbaric acts against perfectly innocent citizens, it is her right to do so. And mm-hmm. Mary's just like, that's absolutely right. Excuse me. And she's trying to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are police officers, convenient, <laughs> at the counter ordering pizza. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. That's, yeah. yeah. And she says, so sorry to bother you on your break, but could you arrest that clown? And, like, points out the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go cut, cut to the police station. They're all sitting there, crunched in between all these other people. Oh There's goodness. a homeless, a, a, so, uh, he appears to be a homeless man sleeping on Julia. And Mary Jo's like, because she he's didn't just know. really dirty. That's yeah. that's why we're saying that, I guess. Yeah, we need to point out. Yeah, and, um, poor guy. Mary Jo didn't know that it would take so long to file the report. And um, Charlene wishes that Anthony was there. He has a fever and he's in bed. Um, and Mary Jo says she can't believe Charlene. The only person to Charlene is the only person in this whole room who isn't totally repulsive and she's got him. So like Charlene's sitting next to this guy who looks like a decent human being. Um amidst Just because he's in I a guess suit what they said. Clean. Yeah, like he's wearing a suit, he's reading a book, they think <laughs> nice he's the only decent and person. Clean. <laughs> nice and clean. Yeah. And um Charlene asks if Julia wants to trade places, and Julia's like, No, Charlene, I waited an hour for this seat. This is my seat, and I'm keeping it. Despite its obvious disadvantages. And the guy who is asleep like grabs her leg and curls around her. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. It's it's not a good scene. Mm -mm. Um, Nope. And the like Mary Jo finally gets called. She gets up there. The cop seems really unsympathetic. Um, She's like, I guess this is your entourage. And Mary Jo's like, ah, they're moral support. And she's like, over a person actually that happened a year ago? Like, she's not very sympathetic at all. I was about pissed. I was like, really? Do they have to write her so so unsympathetic? Mm-hmm. Um, she asks how much money was stolen, and Mary Jo says about four dollars. Uh, but he also got my beeper and my entire makeup bag. <laughs> my beeper. And Charlene's like, it was a real cute purse, though. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo explains that it probably doesn't seem like a big deal to the officer, but she was the victim of a crime, and she's seen the man who did it, and she thinks he should be punished for what he did. Um. The officer seems put out and tells them that it's her right to do that and to take a seat. She's got to find the old report. Yeah. 
And they say it'll take a while. So Mary Jo tells Charlene and Julia, you know, don't worry about it. Go, go back, go, go home, go whatever. I'll be fine. Um, I'll call you and let you know what's going on. And so she sits down next to the guy that they said was the only decent looking person in there. Mm-hmm. She starts to chat uh, with him and she like goes to shake his hand and he yeah. is shackled to shackled. the seat. Which, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. There's a lot of but, like, ju- like judging of appearances and stuff in this episode. But yes. I guess it was the times. Yep. Yeah. And then um, we cut to later at Sugar Baker's. Um, Julia is surprised that Suzanne has now made a weekly date of shopping with Bernice and like seems pretty excited about it, um, which is uncharacteristic of her. Mm-hmm. And she says, that's just that kind of person that I am. And Julia's like, no, it's not. But <laughs> thank you so anyway. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and Mary Jo and Charlene come in. They've been at the hearing for this guy. Mm-hmm. He's been charged with robbery by snatching, which is a felony in the state of Georgia. Mary Jo did not know it was going to be a felony. And Charlene's like, it was so exciting. You have no idea what Norman's last name is. Bates. Norman Bates. I knew it. She was. People I, should be more like, careful. I kind of want you to gift that part because it's so cute. She was so I excited. Oh she was gosh. so excited. Oh, She's like, people should be more careful what they name their kids. Mm-hmm. Remember when that Grace Slick was going to name her child God? Can you imagine? Of course, it was the 60s. And later, she thought better of it and ended up naming something else. And Julia's like, Charlene, <laughs> trying to get her back on track mm-hmm. on the story of the hearing. And um, Mary Jo says that they went to library so she could get some law books and prepare her case. And they were like, isn't that, you know, the prosecutor's job? Mary Jo's like, well, my prosecutor looks 15, smells like Oxy-5, which I assume is kind of like, you know, like Axe body spray today. Oh, I thought it was, um, what were those? I thought it was, um, wasn't some Oxy, not OxyClean, um, Ox, there was something Oxy that was for like pimples. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what this I is. I might be wrong about that. That's what I thought it was. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's like a, yeah, because it'd be a crack about his age. So maybe yeah. that's it. I just I never a little heard bit of, it, of so problem about this. Oh, yeah. She talks about him in the, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're probably going to finish the quote. You do it. Sorry. Oh, she says, and I guarantee you he wears a Ninja Turtle watch. Like, yeah. I promise you. Also, I would do that watch. nowadays. Um, but Same. But here's the thing. I had a little bit of, <sighs> they were just flippant and like just judging everyone this episode but i had a little bit of like an annoyance with this because when someone has just passed the bar they know a shit of a lot right like they oh, had yeah, to learn everything study. yeah so like maybe he doesn't have a lot of the professional experience yeah but the, uh, to have a crack about just passing the bar it makes no sense to me because um that means he knows like everything yeah <laughs> you good had point to study that shit Good point. Anyway, well, that's one thing that some people say the same about, um, like new doctors and like just anyone who's like new, like just like passed the exams and that type of stuff. They know so much because they yeah. had to learn it. Versus they had to like, pass the test. Um, you know, when people have been doing it forever and they kind of forget. You know, they just kind of get stuck in their old ways and they kind of mm-hmm. forget of what is what you're supposed to learn. And and I know that there are, of course, professional experiences that add to your education, but Anyway, that's how I felt about that. Yeah, that's a good point. So, sorry, go ahead. And so, yeah, she says, I think he only passed the bar exam last week. And then she says that um, Norman pleaded not guilty. And he just, she's like, he just got up there and lied. And Julia's like, very sarcastically, you would think he had no morals. Of course he lied. That's what criminals do. Yeah. And uh, Mary Jo's like, Norman Bates is going to rue the day he messed with Mary Jo Shively because I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. 
Mm. I did give that already. Mm. Good. And uh, Suzanne's like, well, just make sure you keep the receipts, which would be a really funny joke also today, too. <laughs> for different oh, that, reasons. I thought I saw I, I did not react to that. That you also are always like keeping the receipts. Um, yeah. I, I at the time like like what laughed out loud. <laughs> it would still work today. Yeah. Sorry. And Mary Jo's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I don't know. But that Judge Wapner gets real mad when people don't keep oh their God, receipts. Judge Wapner. <laughs> Taking it back. And she's like, if you lose, don't talk to the guy in the hallway. He just That's true. It, it was always so <laughs> awkward. It was not, that was People's Court, right? Or whatever. Or yeah. Judge Wapner his own show. Yeah. And then, like they would talk to the people court. in the hallway afterwards. And I was always like, leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've had a hard day. Had a hard day. Um, and then we cut to later and we're still at Sugar Makers and Charlene says she wishes that they'd gone to the courthouse with Mary Jo mm-hmm. and but they're like, It's cool, she promised she'd call. Mm-hmm. Suzanne comes in, strutting. She has this new oh scarf. My God. Yeah. Um and she's been suspiciously cheerful since <laughs> starting her weekly shopping trips with Bernice. I knew what the hell was going on. Right? Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she's been taking Bernice and her friend shopping and they all buy her these little presents to show her their gratitude for like taking her out. And it's become a regular thing, and she calls it the Suzanne Shopping Club. I don't think that's that bad, actually. Like they're they're really? all having fun yeah. together, and she's getting presents. That sounds like a win, damn win to me. I that's don't know what, what she this says. Thing. She says she says everybody gets what they want. Yeah, and then like, and I guess it's like what she thinks that she's taking it. The um that Julia thinks she's taking advantage of the ladies, like maybe that they don't yeah. have as much money or whatever. That's rude. Maybe. No, these women <laughs> will not. When you're like 95 years old, you're not going to be buying presents for people that you don't want to. That's true. So let's go ahead and just think of them as their own people who are doing what they want and not thinking that Suzanne's taking advantage of anybody. There you go. I'm just on a soapbox this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And Julia says that she's become an extortionist. And Suzanne says, big woo. All consenting adults here. Everybody's getting what they want. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Julia's appalled. Surprise. Um, she says this is way over the top, even for you. Which I don't, I don't agree with that at all. That's, like, I don't no, think it's she's been top. way more over the top. <laughs> yeah, she's like, read my lips. Speaking of over the top, mm-hmm. as of this moment, the Suzanne Shopping Club is terminated, eighty six out of business. In other words, Elvis has left the building. Which is weird. That's the second Elvis reference. I know this episode a, it makes you wonder. <laughs> yeah, maybe they did know. see him. Yeah. Um, and Bernice comes in with two of her friends, and she apologizes for being late, but Margaret insisted on finishing her dialysis, and she's real sassy about, like, Margaret needing to finish her finish her dialysis. I'm so mad at that. Like, what? what she, the, like, her finish? kidneys don't work. Leave her alone. Yeah, she needs help. <laughs> Leave her alone. Y'all are just going shopping. It's not like the end Jeez. of the world. You can wait. Um, And they're like, it's okay. We're going to get you something special to make it up to you. And Julia interrupts and says that Suzanne was just saying how much she enjoys spending time with them and uh, how she was just saying that she'd like to show them her appreciation by returning all the little presents they've given her. Isn't that right, Suzanne? And Suzanne says, all right. And uh, Bernie says, but so she's not going to take a shopping anymore. And Julia says, I'm afraid not, but she insists on taking you to do anything else you'd like to do today and insists you not respond with anything other than a thank you. Isn't that right, Suzanne? Mm. Suzanne says, ask me nicely. Julia grabs her <laughs> ear again, yanks it down. She's like, okay, okay, okay. And Bernie says, okay, girls, let's go see if Chippendales has a matinee. Gross. I can't believe. That's so gross. Um, and Suzanne's like, I'm going to get you for this one big time, talking to Julia. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Jo comes in, utterly defeated. 
Bernice asks if she wants to go with them to see naked men. And mm-hmm. Marriage is just like, maybe next time, whatever. And uh, she's so mad. She tells them about her morning. She got up at 6 a.m. She crawled down the 285 at peak rush hour. She finally found the courthouse. It was $15 to park. Then she finally found the courtroom. Turns out the judge had an emergency root canal and asked if she could come back this afternoon. And she's like, I'm not going back. And Charlene's like, you have to go back. And she's like, please spare me. This is so rude. Please yeah. spare me your big donkey girl scout speech about my civic duty. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing has sucked up my time for weeks and every step of the way people have treated me like I was stupid. Um, and Charlene's like, you can't stop now. Rocky wouldn't have stopped. I love that. And Mary Jo says Rocky was stupid. And Charlene is like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. And Julia says, what's the point of having laws if we don't use them? We might as well just put all of our valuables out on the lawn with a sign that says, help yourself. Thank you so much for not dismembering my family. And Mary Jo is like, that's why I started all this, you know, but it's no wonder that people never prosecute these things. Like, you can't keep your righteous indignation up for that long. And Charlene's like, you really think Rocky was stupid? What's... Like, they're like, Charlene, what are you? Are you in this conversation? She's yeah. Like, yeah. Do you really? Really? <laughs> no. Um, and then we cut to the courthouse. Charlene is disappointed because this isn't anything like L.A. law. But then she starts like ha! trying to that compare took me people. back talking about L.A. law, though. I know. She's like trying to compare the lawyers to like the lawyers in the show and like mm-hmm. they finally have to stop her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Suzanne and the ladies come in, Bernice and her friends, and Chippendales was closed. Suzanne says, thank goodness. Um, oh, but she's like, there's something wrong in this world when women have to pay men to take their clothes off. Uh, but Suzanne says she do it. I don't. I'm just going to leave that alone. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And Suzanne let it slip that they were um, at the courthouse and then they wanted to come. And Bernice is just mad because like she's like, we thought this would be more fun. Or she said that Suzanne is just mad because Bernice and them thought this was going to be more fun than watching Suzanne get her pores vacuumed out, which is what she wanted to do. Mm. Um, they finally call Mary Jo's case. Uh, she's like, I'm here. I'm here. It's mine. And <laughs> he starts to. Ask her questions, and Bernie stands up and says, "I object." And the judge is like, "To what?" And Bernie says, "What are my options?" <laughs> Sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, and turns out, after all of this, Norman Bates has copped a plea. He, um, the the kid does look very young. Who is her prosecutor? <laughs> yeah, he looks. He that child has not been th- okay. If he has gone through. Law school, he's a genius, and she should be lucky to have him because he looks exactly. about seventeen. He does. He looks very young. Yeah. Um. So he explains the guy pled guilty that he's going to get one year in county jail, but that that's a suspended sentence to one year of probation. Mm-hmm. Um. Court is adjourned. All that took like thirty seconds. Charlene's super excited. She's like, "Mary Jo, you won!" Yeah. And she's like, "What's so great about it? He steals my purse and gets off because it's his first offense." What does he have to do? Get three or four under his belt before he's really a crime? Mm. And Charlene's like, no, thanks to you, he's he's got a record now. So next time, like, they won't be so easy on him. Yeah. And they're like, she's like, but you really should get something. Even if it's just a t-shirt that says, I helped prosecute a felon and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Mm. And Julie tells her it's going to be okay. And she's like, come on, let's go home. And um, Mary Jo feels, like, cheated. And she says, like, you know, she's not Rocky after all because Rocky won. And Charlene, I I love her so much. She's like, you people don't know anything about Rocky no, really. at all. No, really. Rocky didn't win the first time. People just remember that he did because he's their hero. Like, he yeah. lost. 
Yeah. And then he had the courage to go the distance. And you did that, too. Tamara's like, yeah, I did, didn't I? And then they start to go out. And then over the end credits, they play the Rocky theme. And it's great. It was so weird. I was like, it was like a, you know, like a keyboard version of it. And I was like, you're allowed to do that? (laughs) I guess they got the rights. Yeah. Oh, they got the rights. This is season five. Maybe they had money for that, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. I wasn't expecting that to be the end when it happened. I was like, oh, okay, we're over. I guess. <laughs> and it was one of, we're done. It was one of those where they just kind of surprise you. Yeah. Like, like, oh, that's it. oh, my goodness. Um, Tell me, did you have a favorite outfit? I did. I'm trying to get it to load. Oh, I can did talk about my favorite outfit. Yeah, I liked the one that um, Suzanne was wearing when um, she... <laughs> And I like the screenshot I got of her when um, Julia is pointing out not when she's got like the scarf at like the end and and they find out that she's been getting presents, but Mm -hmm. that um, when it's revealed that she's been doing like a weekly shopping thing or what? Wait, was it daily? I don't remember how often it was weekly. Okay, I was just I just realized how long this episode can is over a span of that doesn't really yeah make sometimes sense. it's like, like how... a day sometimes it's weeks yeah it's if this is weeks and that's how long this court thing was i guess so okay that's i guess that's how i've never been in court um so that sounds horrible um that she had to keep this up but um yeah it's been revealed that she's been t- um taking uh bernice on these shopping trips and enjoying it and um so she's sitting on the couch uh looking all smug and she has her hair kind of up in a way that sometimes my hair looks like a little bit but less mm-hmm. uh 90s because i don't have like mousse and really really clean hair and like all that stuff going on um but she has on a kind of silky shirt super mm-hmm. yellow like the color of the sun and <laughs> um it has a little bit of like almost um like a, not a turtleneck but like one of those like half turtleneck kind of necks on it and i think it's more just that she doesn't wear these kind of like marigold yellows necessarily and she looks so smug and so cute and i think that's why i like Mm -hmm. the outfit what was your favorite outfit good choice mine was mary joe's um when she comes in after she has seen norman the first time ah yeah um it's purple it's a lot of purple she has on purple (laughs) pants and a purple shirt Mm -hmm. and her jacket is this weird patchwork of like purple and red and white and black the sleeves and the pockets part are like patchwork and then um the huge shoulder pads it's great and you know she's got her hair down and it's all big and wild and it's, it's just it's a good look i love when she just like has a color she's like that's the color yep. of today i'm going that is with today's it. color <laughs> so good yeah yep um i guess that's our episode that's our episode yeah um leslie where can people find us we've been having some fun on twitter lately again i love when people kind of i'm not good about i haven't been good about posting our episodes or posting on anything i'm just crap i'm sorry but um (laughs) we just can't we try Uh, we're trying but um it is really fun when people um do uh interact with us and share their thoughts and all that so um leslie where can people do such things 
They can do uh, all over the internet. <laughs> we are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on iTunes and our official Podbean site. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It does help. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, everyone. We will talk we'll to you. Talk to you next time. Next time. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> nope. Sorry. I was just trying to time it well with you and it didn't. Nope. We'll try it again. Didn't work out. Let's try it again. Yes. Well, okay. Talk, talk to you, you next time. Next Wait, are we time. doing it at the same time? Are we like we don't usually do it in unison? We, we just don't. I just I was five. just trying something and it failed, <laughs> and so I'm never doing it again. So y'all have a good week. Under my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You know what we can do in unison is say bye. Yes, we can. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> Absolute shambles. Just need to friendship It's like National Umbrella Day, but then there's the picture is just like a sky full of umbrellas. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's just but what a if sky. it doesn't rain? There are no people. There's there are nothing. no people. There's just umbrellas, just umbrellas like in the sky, like in the air. That is so strange. In the air. That is so strange. That's like, weird. Someone's. Someone might. This is like the corridor of stock photos.